Chalios Yom Echad Lahafsik Beintayim. If it turned out that there was a day dividing between Shabbos and Yom Tov, in other words, that Yom Tov, the first day of Sukkot, fell out either on a Thursday or on a Monday. Okay, in other words, you could get out in time for Shabbos or or come after Shabbos if you wanted to, but it's a bit of a rush and a balagant. People, so many opted to just stick around through Shabbos because they're here anyway to Jerusalem. Let's, you know, make a, long, a longer a longer vacation out of the whole thing, you know? So then, if that happened, Mishmar Shizmano Kavua, let's say, for example, we're talking about a Thursday Sukkot. So people stuck around until Shabbos. I'm sorry, that's a better example. Yeah, yeah, a better example is Sukkot starts, just so it's clear to think about it, Sukkot starts on Monday. But people came early for Shabbos. So there's Kohanim here anyways. They came for Shabbos. and was starting on Monday only. Um, Sunday night. Um, so Mishmar Shazmana Kavua, whoever's week it is that week, it's the week before Sukkot still, Hainotel Eser Chalos. Those people would get to keep Eser, they keep, on Shabbos they'd keep ten. The misakev and the ones who are just delaying around, no tosh time. Take two. Let me speak out the, outside like this. Instead of taking the ingoing, the incoming take six, outgoing take six. Normally, if it comes out that we're within two days of Yom Tov and there are extra quantum floating around, then the incoming will take five, the outgoing will take five, leaving two of the loaves to split amongst all the stragglers or the early comers. That's how that's how it works. Okay. The rest of the year, when you're not abutting next to a Yom Tov, the incoming takes six, and the outgoing takes six of the twelve loaves of bread. Okay? There's a picture here. I don't know if you haven't seen it. This is the Shulchan. That's one of the big three kalim in the Lumen. And then you, see, you can see like the cross section of these loaves, I don't know if you see. They're like shaped like that. Okay. Rabbi Huda Omer, Hanichnas no tol sheva. Rabbi Huda says, no, on the way in you get seven, Vayot no tol chamesh, on the way out you get five. He says, because the, inco- the Gemara says, the reason why is because the incoming uh, group have to do the extra work of closing the temple gates that night on Moti Shabbos. Okay? So there before she's like, that's crazy. Like, there's, they, good, so then they'll do one, they won't, they'll only, someone open the morning group A and they close the group B and they'll parallel on the other side. Okay, leaving that, that's, the question's better than the answer, okay? But in any case, the Gemara says, asks another question, which is, is interesting, which is, what's the difference? You're getting 12. Who cares if it's 7 now and vile later, or 6 now and 6 later? What's the big deal? And the Gemara says an important episode, which is people would much rather get more now and get less later, right? Even though it's the same all over, they don't care. So, there wasn't a time value to money in Chazal's mind, I don't think, in Torah's mind. There's no, there's no time value to money, I don't think. You don't see, like, a, if you're familiar with the concept. They don't look at it as, like, you know, now, when we deal with finance, we have to like build in the fact that those interests you're missing out a week of interest. That wasn't like a concept in in, in the Torah. Torah seems to put no value on your time, basically. In any case, leave that out. That's a different point. Okay, so that's that. Um, yeah. Okay. Fine. Hanichnasin, the ones who come in, the, the incoming group of of Mishmar, they're cholkin b'tzafon. They apportion and divide up their lechem upon him in the northern north of the Mizbeach and we're facing north if, that way so the north side the <coughs> north side is the more Kadosh side and that's the side where Kadshay Kadshim have to be shechted and if you remember we said in Pesachim we said Kadshim Kalim can be shechted elsewhere in the, in the Azara but Kadshim Kadshim always in the front there the north side so since they're just coming in it's like they're going to be like dedicating themselves to like the higher Voda and so that's like the more Chachim place to be the Yotzin the ones who are going out to Bedorom they can take a portion the southern part like south southern part of the Azara south of the Bedorom because that's like you know they're on the way to the door anyways 
Now, last point here. Bilga. Bilga was the name of one of the Mishmarim. I think it was the 15th, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, the, the Bilga, um, that's the name of them. It's, if you look in, in the Divrei Yamam, that was like the ancestor. Bilga was the guy. But now it's like base Bilga, you know, the team. So, of the 24. So, La'olam Cholekes Bedarom, they were sort of punished. They have three punishments here. Number one, they always divide up their Lechem in the south side, that's like Lesh Chashev. Number two, the Tabata Kavua, their ring was like stuck to the ground. The deal is like this. When you, there were 24 rings in the bazaar here that were Teshech. to basically put the animal's head inside it and then you hold it still so you wouldn't pass the Corbin. There's a drawing here you can see, if you can see here. The idea is there's like a groove in the ground and the ring, like, which is like a little more than, it's a semicircle, but a little more than halfway, like rotates in the groove. So, you know, you open like this, and you can put an animal's head there, and you turn it farther, and the animal's now trapped inside. Yeah, but you see how it's like, so the ring is supposed to be always stuck on the ground. It's just that, you understand, it like rotates within the ground, so you can open and close like that. So, um, the, uh, Bilgas was like stuck down. They couldn't, it didn't rotate, so therefore they had to be embarrassed and use someone else. They didn't, they didn't have their own personal ring to use for, for their kermanos. And also, Vachalona Stuma, Bilga's chalon was locked up with that. Basically, as you go in the base of Mikdash, remember there's like the heichel is like the like the building, but there's like an ulam in the beginning, like a wider, it's 30 almost wider, it's like an entranceway that's wider, you know, it's shaped like that. So in those, in the wider area, there were like every, every one, every Mishmar had its own cubby hole where it could keep its, like, uh, its, its knives. Okay, they the private knives. So everyone had their own cubby where they kept their stuff. But theirs was Locked, blocked off. They didn't have their own private cubby hole. It was stuffed up. Um, this was a punishment. The two shots and brought in the Gemara. Why? One is, and this is famous. Everyone remembers this because how Sukkah ends. Um, that there was a certain woman in the time of the Chashmonaim named Miriam, who was from the family of Bilga, who married. She was basically you know, whatever. She she jumped ship, and she, she she wasn't a good woman. She married a Greek, whoever he was, Greek official. And, and at one point she got irritated at the base of Mikdash and she went there banging her sandal against the, the Mizbeach screaming, Lucas, Lucas, like you're a wolf. You're gobbling up the Jews' sheep and you're not like, helping us. Why aren't you standing up and helping the Jews in the time of oppression? So that was like very bad. And, and they, they were all punished for it. The Gemara says, why is that? Like, that's a little unreasonable everyone's punished. So it says, also a very famous Gemara, basically it says, whatever you hear coming out of a child, they learned it because they heard, learned it from their parents. So that's the word she means. She got this attitude from, obviously there was a bad attitude in, in the family. And there's like oil Russia, oil Shcheno, you know, bad news be part of a bad family and bad neighbors. The other shot is that um, the Gemara says is they were always late. <laughs> they were just always late. So then, like the pre- the fourteenth, the fourteenth Mishmar, the one before them, oftentimes had to just like fill in for them because they didn't show up in time. And therefore, like as a punishment, they had to they got they got demoted in these ways. Okay, very good. Salak Masechet Sukkah.